<laughs> Galantis and Hook and Sling, Love on Me. That laugh is Mark Lancaster, the MP for Milton Keynes North. And we were just talking about the football last night, weren't we? It was emotional. Have you got a hangover? I am recovering from having a very long and emotional evening. Right, let's uh, get straight on to uh, the three topics that we're discussing today. Flooding, uh, the NHS and rough sleepers. Let's talk about the NHS first of all. A lot of stuff in the press over the weekend about extra money. Yes, well, I think this is absolutely the right thing to do. Um, uh, An extra £20 by 2023, that's a lot of money. That's about a 3.4% increase, roughly what uh, independent experts say is required. So I'm pleased we've made that decision. So where's that money going to come from? Because there's obviously talk about increasing taxes. There's obviously talk about it's going to come from money that we're going to save by coming out of the EU. Well, it's a combination of things. The Prime Minister's been very open and honest. This has been very carefully costed. And at the uh, budget later in the year, all the details will be given. But it is a combination of a uh, of a dividend from leaving the EU after we, after we paid our exit bill. But also, um, it's uh, uh, an honest statement that people say they're prepared to pay a little bit more to fund the NHS. And that's what we will do. So is it mainly going to come from taxpayers? Because there was a lot of stuff in the uh, press yesterday uh, that, you know, it's one of these political things where they're saying that the government's got their figures wrong and we're going to be paying the eu for quite some time well certainly there is a divorce bill which has already been agreed for our exiting the eu but that doesn't go on forever so it's a combination of the two and the chance is very clear that the figures do add up and uh, the detail will be announced in the budget so when do you think uh, people are going to start noticing the difference here in milton Keynes? well i like to think that we're already noticing the difference of the investment we've seen in milton Keynes hospital over the last few years it's impossible to go there and not see the brand new entrance uh, the, uh, the cancer care center is about to start or the new car parks um, and all these things I think are heading in the right direction and this funding will simply help that continue. But people that have been waiting in A&E during the winter they, they might not have felt the difference. Well there has been the odd blip but I'm pleased to say compared to where we were five or six years ago actually our A&E waiting times uh, are now in the top 25% in the country which is a really positive step thanks in part due to our staff. But is that mainly down because the rest of the country is bad no i don't think so i think um if you go into a and e compared to five years ago you'll see all the extra beds and space that we've invested in so i think this is really trying to future proof the hospital for a growing city and just talking about future proof uh, a lot of people have been saying that the hospital in the past hasn't grown at the same rate as the city well, I think that's why you've seen the investment. But the key here is not just to try and keep pace with the growing city. Uh, and we're all you know, very happy that Milton Keynes continues to grow. But I've always talked about I before E or infrastructure before expansion. And it's trying to get ahead of the game here to make sure that the facilities are in place uh, before. It's why the new cancer centre is so important, because, of course, that then releases um, other wards and other beds to enable the hospital to grow. All right, we're going to be talking about the cancer centre next. Let's continue with this. This is David Getter and Sia. This is Flames on MKFM. That's David Getter and Sia and Flames. It's MKFM. Mark Lancaster's with CMP for Milton Keynes North. We're going to be talking about the recent flooding in a little bit, also about the rough sleeper situation as well. Uh, we've just been talking about Milton Keynes Hospital. Uh, so uh, £2.5 million uh, needed to complete the cancer centre, £19 million 
uh, altogether. So almost there, the public appeal was launched, what, a couple of weeks ago now? Yes, it was, and I was delighted to be a part of that. I'm pleased that uh, that the the basic elements of the centre will be publicly funded, and there's the appeal to, if you um, like, put the icing on the cake. Yeah, excellent. So, uh, and of course, a lot of treatment uh, so far has been given outside of Milton Keynes, so this is kind of going to bring it all in-house and, uh, you know, be a much better experience for anyone that is unfortunate to suffer cancer. Well, that's right. And I think one of the issues here is that you need a population of a certain size to be able to have a hospital that does everything. But this is the next stage, I think, in our development and our growth. The other advantage, as I sort of mentioned earlier, of having the new cancer centre is that that will actually then release beds in wards which are already in existence in the hospital. So the overall capacity of Milton Keynes Hospital continues to grow in line with our city growth. And we're not just talking about, you know, a corner in the hospital somewhere. This is a whole new building oh absolutely absolutely it's around the back of the hospital where one of the staff car parks are it's actually a pretty major um project it's a very large project it's also one of the reasons why we've opened a new car park to replace the uh, car park that will be taken up by this but uh, this is a really really positive center and a uh, and a a step forward in making sure that our hospital can deliver the full spectrum of services that we'd expect all right you can read more about the appeal on our website mkfm.com we've also got joe harrison the ceo of Milton Keynes Hospital in with us on Thursday so looking forward to that all right next we're going to be talking about flooding before that we do Natasha Bedingfield for you next that's Natasha Bedingfield and these words it's MKFM Tuesday morning Mark Lancaster with CMP for Milton Keynes North Uh, so let's talk about flooding then Mark I think a lot of people were taken back by the recent flooding here in Milton Keynes Yes, indeed. We had uh, over 150 homes uh, flooded um, across the city from um, from the rural north in Stoke Goldington uh, and Oney to Oldbrook to central Milton Keynes. And I think it was a problem. Um, what I would say, if I may, is uh, I, I've often had my disagreements with the council in the past, but I think they dealt with this pretty well. Um, I was particularly pleased to see uh, some of the financial help that was offered, um, potentially council tax being stopped for those who are affected a one-off 200 pound payment and that was all very positive so that was great i think really though what we need to look at carefully as we move forward is why this happened yeah and uh, there's obviously talk about you know these events becoming more frequent uh you know the amount of rain that came down over over the bank holiday i don't think we've seen rain like that before in milton kings no, not for some time. And of course, this is the issue, is that when you effectively concrete over large areas of land, that water, which would naturally drain uh, into this subsoil, then has to find its way uh, elsewhere. So there's always a challenge uh, in urban communities when it comes to flash floods. But that's precisely why I think we're looking very carefully at what happened with the drainage system to make sure that it wasn't blocked and it's maintained properly. And I guess you and the council are working together on this one. Absolutely. So my office, for example, has been offering support to constituents uh, with insurance companies um, like AXA and others uh, to try to make sure that those who have been effective have had the support that they need. All right, excellent. Well, we're going to be talking to you about the rough sleeper situation in a second. Uh, there's some money announced last week for them. Let's continue with this. This is Mabel and Notes. This is Fine Line. It's MKFM. That's Natasha Bedingfield and these words. It's MKFM Tuesday morning. Mark Lancaster with CMP for Milton Keynes North. Uh, so let's talk about flooding then, Mark. I think a lot of people were taken back by the recent flooding here in Milton Keynes. Yes, indeed. We had uh, over 150 homes uh, flooded um, across the city from um, from the rural north in Stoke Goldington uh, and Oney to Oldbrook to central Milton Keynes. And I think it was a problem. Um, what I would say, if I may, is uh, I, 
I've often had my disagreements with the council in the past, but I think they dealt with this pretty well. Um, I was particularly pleased to see uh, some of the financial help that was offered, um, potentially council tax being stopped for those who are affected a one-off £200 payment, and that was all very positive, so that was great. I think really, though, what we need to look at carefully as we move forward is why this happened. Yeah, and uh, there's obviously talk about, you know, these events becoming more frequent. Uh, you know, the amount of rain that came down over, over the bank holiday, I don't think we've seen rain like that before in Milton Keynes. No, not for some time. And of course, this is the issue, is that when you effectively concrete over large areas of land, that water, which would naturally drain uh, into this subsoil, then has to find its way uh, elsewhere. So there was always a challenge uh, in urban communities when it comes to flash floods. But that's precisely why I think we're looking very carefully at what happened with the drainage system to make sure that it wasn't blocked and it's maintained properly. And I guess you and the council are working together on this one. Absolutely. So my office, for example, has been offering support to constituents uh, with insurance companies um, like AXA and others uh, to try to make sure that those who have been effective have had the support that they need. All right, excellent. Well, we're going to be talking to you about the rough sleeper situation in a second. Uh, there's some money announced last week for them. Let's continue with this. This is Mayborn Notes. This is Fine Line. It's MKFM. 